Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Hello. It's us again. Here we are. God, we're back. <laughs> we're back. <sighs> Every week. You get no break from us. No. We it's can't. as if we never leave this room. Nope. It, it, it's We do live here. Mm -hmm. In like some other, like a simulation of another universe, we can't leave this room. No, we live here. Luckily, it's spacious. We've got about 1,200 square feet at our disposal here. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Most of it's Jack and Jared's extra clothing storage, but... <laughs> there are bags and bags of Jack's If I ever clothes. miss them, I can just roll around in their stuff. Yeah. I know. Just to have a little sniff. <sighs> totally. Of Jared's shirt. Oh, yeah. But Jared doesn't get B.O., so I don't even think that he maybe leaves DNA around. Does that bum you out? No. Because I get, like, I'm very, get averse to smells. So if he had a bad scent to him, I think it would give me the ick. But like the person I'm in love with, if they have BO, it doesn't smell gross to me. It's the pheromones. I'm oh. into it. Well, see, this is what I wonder. I'm like, maybe Jared does smell, but his pheromones are like so, I'm so attracted you to them. don't get That I think it smells it. like nothing. Like, I don't think it's, he, he never smells. Yeah. That's probably what it is. You're just not repulsed by the smell. Something happened to me yesterday. Okay. So I don't normally smell, right? Like I'm I'm a scentless person. Okay. I, I just don't really. That's insane. I wish I was like it that. It must be something about your pH. Yeah. Yeah. So Very basic. Jack's mm. parents were coming up to visit. We were going to go grab food. And we were out eating and I was like, who smells like shit? Like oh. something, somebody smells bad. And shit? We had gone. Shit is a bad no, smell. No, I just Not mean like, like bad. Just, they smell okay. bad. And we had gone on a walk right before they came up. It has come to my attention that the shirt I wore on this walk was an old shirt that I had not washed, but I thought it was wow. clean. Ew. We're out at dinner, and I'm like, who is that? Who is that? And the whole time, I'm like mad. I'm like, someone in my vicinity didn't wear deodorant. Oh, no. We get home, and I realize it was me. Oh, my. I was it was shocked. you. I didn't smell it. I was shocked. But you do, you do have a few old shirts that like smell like... It's musty. like mildew, musty, musty, and then like that's what smells. Mm. Mm. I've had those shirts since like 2005, and I can't get rid of them. Mm. Like that nostalgic shirt, totally. Anyways, um, before we start our episode, I just wanted to remind everybody: if you are watching us, you are part of our Patreon, and if you're not part of our Patreon, we would love to have you. There's so much bonus content over there. We have one bonus episode every single week, a full length true crime case. And then we have video for our Patreon and lots of fun other bonus stuff going on. Yeah, you're pretty much the favorites if you're over there. And honestly, the episodes are really good. Episodes are great. They're fantastic. They are. Jared they are. listens to them the all. The quality is high. Thanks, the quality Jared. is high. Mm -hmm. I love them. Um, should we get into the dark day or is there any other housekeeping? Send in your stories. Yeah. If you have a first degree story or someone you know has a first degree story and you've just been like pussyfooting around actually submitting it. Mm -hmm. Good word. Now's the time. Hello at the firstdegreepodcast.com. Please send us your stories. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the dark day. Ready. Ooh. So today is July 27th and we're going chronologically like we usually do. Mm. And I am happy that I've started doing many days. Yeah. Because there are many, like there's too much shit that's happened. You can't just do one. No. I can focus on one, but I can't. I mean, there's some good shit going on that we need to know about. It's an eventful world we're living in. It and is. There's a lot of stuff to not be neglected. That's this right. And true. the history of all of everything. I guess the too much stuff has happened. Too much stuff has happened. Yes. Way too many things. I got to weed through the bad stuff. Yeah. We're only trying to go do happy things on Killing Time. <laughs> 100%. I, there's so, it's always like this war started. This war ended. This many people were killed An in this war. explosion did this. Yeah. So like, this, mm -hmm. isn't the, this isn't the feel good shit we're trying to do people were killed right in a fire. Yeah. Okay, 1921. We're going to start right off with an invention. Roaring 20s. Love and invention. Canadian scientists Frederick Banting and Charles Best first isolated insulin. And within a year, the first human sufferer... Oh, my God. 
first human sufferers of diabetes were receiving insulin treatments. Wow. That was over 100 years ago. Wow. 102 years ago. Wow. That is modern medicine, man. And even archaic medicine, all interesting. I mean, some of the things that like hadn't been invented in that time, like that's crazy that they could really cool. give insulin to diabetics. Really I mean, cool. That's a life-changing situation right there. It really is. That's, I didn't know it was that long ago. That's really interesting. I We're smart, guys. Shit. Humans are smart. If they apply themselves. Yeah. I like I like that I <laughs> included myself in that because yeah. I don't know. But yeah, humans are pretty smart. That's impressive. They really are. And some of them are really fucking dumb. Oh, So yeah. stupid. Me yeah. included. Well. No, you're not. Mm, sometimes. I'm the biggest idiot I know. No, That's you're true. not. Oh, yeah. Don't talk about my friends like that. Oh, yeah. You got to like set the expectations low. So See, then when I, I surprise I'm, you. I think I'm very smart. I you, think are you are very too, smart. Though, very selectively. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have my strengths. Math isn't one of them, but I've got my strengths that I'm like, I can do this. Yeah, I've got my strengths too. Yeah. I'm more savvy than I am intellectually smart. What do you say, Jack? That's true. With the scholarship. Anyways, oh, 19 cash. Wow. 1940. Bugs Bunny made his official debut in the Warner Brothers animated short film, A Wild Hair. And mm. obviously, Bugs Bunny, we we all know him. He was an iconic character. What's up, Doc? I wonder if he has any problematic behaviors. Probably. Bugs 100%. Bunny? 100%. Mm. Because it was back in the day, 1940. Oof. Absolutely, he does. I kind of dove into that for True Crime Rewind. I bet there's some fucked up stuff going on. Oh, definitely. Um, in 1990, the film Ghost starring Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore in Whoopi Goldborg. Goldborg. Whoopi Goldborg. Whoopi Goldborg. Cyborg would be a great character. <laughs> like a cartoon. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Ghost is such a good movie. It is a great movie. Let's I, throw some clay. Let's let's put it on a spinning wheel. We, let's We took a pottery reunite. class and like I wanted you to did? do it, but a we were with like 10 strangers and Jack's parents. Yeah. So I was like, uh Maybe. I can't sit behind her. That would maybe be not here. Yeah. Well, one of my like biggest goals, it's always on my like manifest list that I write down every year is to start doing pottery, like start doing a spinning wheel type of pottery. But obviously we live in a tiny apartment and that what it would require with, a bigger house. What are you going to do with your art? What do you mean? Like, what are you going to do? You want to create art to sell? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I want some cool art. I just, there's something within me that thinks that like spinning wheel pottery would be extremely therapeutic to me. Like there's something that I'm drawn to about it. I love doing it, but like, I feel like it needs to be a hobby. Okay. But it just kind of sits on my vision board. I love that. I'll go with you. Let's go get it. Let's go to a class. You could go to, yeah. You could go to a studio. I feel like once we have more space, definitely. I want to get a spinning wheel yeah. for our house one yeah. day when we get a house. Um, in 2003, the last old style Volkswagen Beetle rolled off the production line in Puebla, Mexico. Oh my. You know, and then I think around the same time in 2003, we started seeing all of the new Beetles. Yeah. Where people put like little eyelashes on the yeah. lights. <laughs> Wait, Cheesy. what's the last one? What year? 2003. Like that's the old school, like seventies Beetle. Uh, the ones that were like made of like the hard metal. Like, metal, oh, like yeah. shiny. Up till 03? I guess. Yeah. That is shocking. What? I feel like it was before 03 they started doing the new ones. Maybe in Mexico they were selling them still as the old ones. Yeah. So there could mm. be something there. Again, welcome to the Half Facts podcast. <laughs> this is like a barely fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in 2011, I don't know if July was just the month for everything Harry Potter, but we've got another Harry Potter fact. The okay. fin final installment of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 was released in theaters. So wow. that was the end of an era. Um, the epic conclusion. The epic conclusion. Until now, when they're trying to do that TV show about. Are them. either of you Potterheads? No. Yes. Are you Potterhead? Are you? How are you asking me that? 
I don't know. I'm it's a Slytherin, like, but I'm not. Like you have like I'm the tattoo or anything. I don't. Know. I don't know how big of a Potterhead you are. I'm not a massive Potterhead, but oh. I loved Harry Potter. I read, I read them all the when books. I was little. I watched did you wait? The... Did you wait in line at midnight when they came out? No, no. Mm, I did. I know but you did. <laughs> I would never do that for anything, though. Me okay. neither. I don't think I have. To... No, I did not even for... like as a child. If like something is exciting. Do I look like someone with a mom who would take me to do something like that? <laughs> oh, my God. Ouch. Or dad, for that matter. My parents are like, nah, that makes zero sense. Uh, I came at it yourself. from my perspective. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> the only time I did that was in high school when I was going to emo shows. I'd wait for like 10, ten hours for something corporate. Shit. But other than that, no. I, I like want to like hard. something that much. It just hasn't happened yet. I haven't yet. I think the sheen has worn off. Like, I only liked that stuff that much in high school because I didn't understand, like, the crushing. Well, there's so many options. Like, I like yeah. everything, kind of. Yeah. And a few things more than that, but not by much. Not much. Yeah. Okay. And this is, <laughs> this is our day, you guys. Okay. This is the day. What do you got? I'm ready. Seinfeld premiered on NBC in 1990 on July 27th. Holy crap. Like, this is the beginning of the rest of our lives. 1990? Yeah, so we're, I, we're only three. Uh, Jared was two. Actually, I don't, we don't know how old Alexis was. Oh. I'm this. What? We, we have no idea. I'm she's, the same. She's ageless. I am ageless. That's what I'm saying. But Jack's correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I am an ambiguous I age. I saw your eyes get big. I was like, oh, no. No, there are some <laughs> websites, which I'm not mad about, that say I'm 25. Really? All across the internet. Shut the fuck up. And I'm like, where do they get this? But okay. In the bottom corner, it says, hasn't been updated in 11 years. My, no, they just came out. Ooh, okay. That is insane. I'll take it. And then I get angry emails from people who like listen to Unravel and stuff. And they're like, what does someone who's 25 know about this anyway? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. You just disregard the insult. And you're like, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am 25. <laughs> You think I look young? My birthday is wrong across the internet, too. It says May 13th, but it's May 14th. So I get birthday wishes from people who don't know me well enough to know my real birthday, but like maybe they saw it on the internet. I got your birthday wrong the first year that we were dating. Yep. Because I looked it up on Google. He booked me a flight and then he put my birthday in wrong. So then I didn't have TSA pre check (gasps) and I was so pissed. And I was like, what do you mean? Your birthday's May 13th. It says it all over Google. Oh, that was you. Wait, but before I move on. Today is significant for another reason. What? My boyfriend's birthday is tomorrow. Oh, oh man. Happy birthday, Matt. July 28th is his favorite day because is, I does actually he like hate... his birthday. No, he didn't seem like a person who would. It's his favorite day. No, I hate that. no, he no one really he doesn't have any of the social media. So no one really calls him. So it's up to me to make it a good day. OK, which I'm good at that stuff. Of course. I'll make like a banner. I got to remember Matt's birthday. A banner. Yeah. OK. Alex. Yeah. Text us tomorrow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. So. Anyways, about Seinfeld. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if this is a little known fact, but when Seinfeld was first released, it did not do well. Like, it kind of flopped. Like, people, a show about nothing? Yeah. How could that flop? So NBC only ordered four episodes of the show initially back when it was known as the Seinfeld Chronicles, which I didn't know that because I feel like it's had the same intro and like opening slides since Seinfeld the beginning. Chronicles sounds like too whimsical. It sounds like the wa- Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, yeah it like does. it doesn't really fit with like a daytime Correct. sitcom. Correct. So the late night programming head guy, his name is Rick Ludwin, was able to sway executives into ordering four more episodes and then re-run- rerunning the pilot, which by the way, the pilot episode of Seinfeld to this day holds up mm-hmm. yeah. so funny. Like, it's not one of those shows that started off kind of rocky and then got better. Like, from the very beginning, it was like a smash. No, they, they like, replicated it in every episode. They yeah. didn't deviate too far. No, it just stayed. Although, Jerry's parents were different. Yeah. yeah. There were, somebody else was different, too. 
There was someone else who they recast. Oh, really? Yeah. But, but that's very common. Like yeah. any any of the sort of like satellite Maybe characters. Maybe it was George's parents. It was definitely Jerry's parents, but yeah. then someone else also, and I can't remember who Well, with is. pilots, sometimes they're filmed like years before. Totally. And then when they get picked up, they're like, okay, well, we'll recast this person. Yeah. But yeah, 1990, that's when it aired. Wow. On this day. I was two years what old. What a perfect, what perfect timing. What a perfect timing. So I don't know if you guys remember, but we were starting to do a word of the day. Mm. A little vocab word. That. So I basically just Googled word of the day for July 27th. I don't know where I'm getting this info, but That's perfect. Today's word of the day is disembark. Ooh. Ooh. Disembark means to leave a ship or an airplane. It starts with dis, which was a Latin origin of lack of or not. And then embark is from the fen- French embarquer. I don't even know what that means, but it's an assimilation of N, which means in and small ship. Hmm. Love that. So to leave being in a small ship. There you go. Wow. Words were made so much cooler back in the day. Words, man, we made them up. A Words, little, man, we a made them up. Formula, and you can figure it out. I feel like, yeah, you just like decode it. It feels like, uh, what's the is it, uh, is it Tom Hanks movie? Nicolas Cage, maybe. Mm, what he, National Treasure, where he's like yes. decoding stuff. Yeah, I like yeah. to decode stuff. You just did that, but with words. I know. Thank wow. you. Wow. Impressive. See, people are smart. There you people go. are smart. Before we uh, move on to on the stand, I do also have a little uh, chat GBT explanation of oh God. July 27th that I want Jared to do a dramatic <sighs> reading for. On the ominous 27th of July, a foreboding gloom draped the land Ooh. as if nature held its breath in anticipation of impending darkness. This is, they all start the same. <laughs> the air was heavy and stifling. The world cloaked in stifling. eerie stillness. Ooh. The sun's feeble glow and twisted trees set a macabre stage while a mournful shuffle mm, pervaded mournful the desolate shuffle. streets. <laughs> With a sickly crimson sky and a malevolent moon, the day unfolded like a chilling tale from Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, uh, yeah. Edgar Allan Poe. You know what? I kept saying, I was like, Chad GPT, describe this to me in the style of Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. And then it kept throwing Edgar Allan Poe and his mm. works in. Whispering of tragedy and despair. Shadows grew longer, the air colder, leaving an unsettling unease that marked this date as a haunting testament to Poe's enduring macabre spirit. Ooh, a double use of macabre. I'm not into that. I don't like when they do that. Yeah, I feel like Chad GPT, like, I feel like Chad GPT is starting to kind of like show it. needs to expand. Yeah. I'm ready for the next version. It was impressive when it started. And then you notice that it just copies. It's a little redundant. You can't really have it. it can't really get into the... I can't remember what word I'm looking for. This looks like user error, though. Probably. Because it's all in how you prompt it. Like, you can say... you can After it spits this out, you can then go back and be like, not good enough. You can try harder. Yes. Oh. Can you try that again, but like for real this time? Robot, you can do stuff like that. And what? then you, if you insult it, does it work better? No, I've never done that. But you can actually request and be like, hey, can you do this more emotional? Try and- it differently. No, I do more emotional. as like do it with a little bit more sass. Yes. Wow. Anyways, today, gloomy. Dark. Ma- dark malevolent. Dark, dark. Mm. Malevolent. Mm, macabre. All right. Well, when we come back. We've got some bitching to do. Woohoo! Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We either love it, we hate it, we talk about it, we vote on it. If it's guilty or not guilty, bring it to you on Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. 
And uh, usually we have a listener on the stand. Do we have one today? We do. We sure do. Do we want to start with it? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Well, we should also let our lovely viewers Uh, know and listeners, if you would like to call in with your own on the stand, the The phone number number for that is 818-446-6889. He has memorized it, bitches. Holy shit. All right. Let's get on to our first listener on the stand. Hi, Alexis, Jack, and Jared. Uh, my name is Kirsten. I am calling with a on the stand. Um, so I work in the service industry, and uh, I have a a thing I have a, a gripe with. Um, you know, you have restaurants and bars that have a closing time. Let's say it's like 8 p.m., and you have folks who try and pop in at the last minute. My gripe is that when you see a restaurant is clearly at the end of their night, even though they're not technically closed, it's like 7.50 or 7.45, and you still walk in and try and sit, even though it's like empty and clearly the folks are ready to go, and you still try and sit for a meal. No, that's bad. Bad form. Go home, go somewhere else, go to McDonald's, get some chicken nugs. Do not sit at the restaurant. People want to go home. Um, so I'm putting on the stand trying to be seated for dinner at a restaurant when it's the very end of the night, and clearly the workers do not want you there. Um, that's all. I hope you guys are having a great day, and um, love ya. Bye. So, um, this is fair, especially if you are working at a restaurant, this seems valid. I just remember working at restaurants and things like that in college. And it just depended on my state of mind. Either I was like, I want to make X amount of dollars tonight. And like, sometimes the last minute table is like, oh, another like 50 bucks or something. So it just depends. Like if I had plans after, then that sucks. If not, then my night's already ruined. I might as well make all the money I can. If you are, because I haven't worked in the restaurant industry before, and I have so much respect for people that do, because I know it is so fucking hard yeah. and you get treated so badly by customers sometimes. Totally. Um, If you end up work, like say it closes at eight, somebody comes in at 7.50 and you stay there until nine. Do you get paid for that extra hour or are you just working You get tips? paid hourly but it's low. Yeah. Like the, you're working on tips. Right. So yeah. And it just depends the restaurant split. Cause how it works generally, the servers tip everybody out. Like they tip out the bartender. Mm-hmm. So like it could end up being not really worth your time, but generally you have to stay and do all these closing out duties anyway. So even after you're done at eight, you got to like roll silverware or fill up salt shakers. So like you can do that while the last table is there. Right. So I never saw it as something bad. Yeah. If I didn't have plans after. It's also a good way if they see you doing that. I don't know if you're doing it out front or not where they're like, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, totally. Some people are completely oblivious though. And I know that when I'm having a great time and I'm immersed in conversation, I've ignored by accident when people are closing up around me, it happens, but it totally just depends on your frame of mind. Like, are you hustling that night or do you have plans after that you're trying to get to? I think as a patron, I'm always kind of, not trying to make people mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be <laughs> so like in trouble I, either. I don't know if I've ever gone to a restaurant more less than an hour before they close because it's like I don't want to be like I don't want to have you have to be in the right mind space to like have me not piss you off. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like I think as a patron just go somewhere else that's closing later. I agree. Unless it's like play it safe. Yeah. So I've been in a 
I've been in this situation so many times as the patron with eight to ten other people. Yeah. Oh, no. So when I'm on the road with the band, sometimes you're off stage and, like, somewhere is about to close because, like, you're normally getting done pretty late, like, 10 to 11-ish. And we're all just trying to get food really quick. Like, you're starving. But yeah. we always get it roll to go. in eight to ten people deep. And it's like, as we're walking up to it, I'm like, shit. Like, I don't want to walk in and see the reaction from these people because we're about to not only show up pretty late, like, but there's a lot of you. Rude, like in a rude late. Like they're closing in five minutes, but there's also ten of us, and that feels really bad. No, but you need to go into that situation super apologetic, I mean, walking in and being like, I, "We will tip you so well." Yeah, yeah. Like and we'll make it worth or we'll take it to go. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. give it to us to go. We can close out right away. Yeah. Whatever, so you don't have to like wait on us. Because I think servers appreciate that if you can be like, as soon as we order, bring us the check. Yeah, because then. Yeah. You can go about your duties yeah. and we'll just eat and like drift out of the door. And yeah. then you're not like waiting on us anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I get like sweaty palms it, going in there. I'm like, there's too many of us. It's too late. Like, uh, they're yeah. gonna, we're a room of people. They're going to yell at my, me. My dudes. Yeah. yeah. But th- th- you should be in that situation. I feel like yeah. I'm going to say that's guilty. I'll say it's guilty, too. I yeah. think generally speaking, I think there are situations where it's not, but it's yeah. mostly guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Gavel yeah. hit. Guilty, okay. Jared. Bonk. All right. Who wants to go? I'll um, go. Okay. Okay. So this is a really obvious one. I'm not sure if we've ever done it before, but I had Matt help me brainstorm it and we were just looking around our place. Pulp. Pulp. Oh, okay. Damn, dude. Matt's good at these. I know. I know. Yeah. Pulp. So we have a ritual like either Sunday or Saturday every week. We walk down to this bakery that has fresh squeezed orange juice. And we do like mimosas. We get one bottle and we do like a couple of mimosas to like get our weekend off starting right. Oh, yeah. And we do like a bagel or like a strudel or mm. some bakery mm. snack. We got to move in with them. That sounds so Oh, fun. hell yeah. So, but like fresh squeezed orange juice with pulp is like the most delicious thing oh. I've ever had. So good. However, pulp is not always well received. Oh, so no. I'm interested to know. You love pulp. Matt does not like pulp. Oh, man. Really? What are you pulp. doing? Ugh. He says with fresh squeezed, he can deal with it. But any other pulp scenario, he's out. Well, yeah. Most people, I feel like, don't like pulp. I because like when you or or Whoa. When you buy orange juice from the grocery store, you're either buying orange juice or orange juice with pulp. I'm buying. So how it comes default is without pulp. Tropicana high pulp. Ugh. That it gave it me. It more fresh. I got. I it think, does taste more fresh. I think I developed like acid reflux because I was we, we, on the road. I'd be drinking. I'd get like the big bottle of the high pulp, like orange juice, the Tropicana stuff, and I'd smash it in like two days. Yeah, so that's, good. that's a lot. I think that's bad for your stomach. I think so. But I love pulp. Something about it. I. It tastes like you're drinking an orange. It's like more yeah, exciting it than just like liquid. You're just drinking totally. it straight out of the orange. Well, it tastes like and it's fibrous. You know, mm. it, it tastes healthier. It's like better for your digestion. I assume instead of just drinking like juice is like sugar water, right? Like yeah. you're at least retaining some of the benefits of having like yeah. a fibrous vegetable mm, or fruit. I love it. It's a, love maybe you just want to chew your juice on the way down. I don't know. We're like a coconut that has like the coconut meat in it. Yeah. Coconut juice. That well, has the they did. I don't know if you, yeah, there was like a um, harmless harvest has yeah. with meat or with coconut. And they call it coconut meat, which I don't like with the meat. I don't want to call it coconut meat. It's mm. so dense to be pulp, though. Uh, it's big. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's also not meat. It's coconut. It's meat. Or flesh. Coconut flesh. Ew. Ah, it's like coconut stew. Coconut flesh. Uh, I right. still like it. I'm going to say pulp is not guilty. I love pulp. Not guilty Not for guilty. Me. I, we're gonna but get, I bet you we're going to get it. We just hit the yeah. detonate button. We just hit, sure. hurt a lot of people yeah. that are going to be like, pulp is very I'm not listening to this podcast anymore. I'm sorry, everybody. Okay. 
I'm going to go next. So what I'm putting on the stand is when you're on an escalator or a moving sidewalk, this another it's another airport thing because this is where it's the most annoying. And you're on a sidewalk and there's a lot of people. And I think it's just like an unsaid rule that on the right, you can stand. And then on the left, mm. you're moving. You're you walking make way. Through. We you, make way. You, you cling to the right so people can pass you on the left. I'm just putting on the stand, standing on one of these things, just willy nilly. This is not blocking people behind you, no. and just and and making the person that's trying to get past you feel annoying, like they're bugging you. I think we might want to flip this for our British friends. So, <laughs> you know, like so, flip the left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's unspoken rules. Well, there is actually a spoken rule if you're in your car, and I think we all just apply that to the rules of walking. Although and... it's to the left if you're in the U.S., you stay in Sorry. the fast lane. We don't need to. P- Throw this on a British way. <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody feels included here, Jack. Okay. Anyways, uh, we, this just happened to me at the airport. So you know how they have like the people movers, and it's like oh, yeah. just the flat ones. Um, I was trying to get by a guy, and he was like right in the middle. I was like, "Excuse me," I'm like trying to get through, and he like just wouldn't move. And he was like, just he had See? all his bags and everything, and it's like. There, you just have to be a, a little bit more aware. And I've, I've put this on the stand a few times, but social awareness in terms of space. Mm-hmm. Is, Spatial awareness is hard for some huge. people. It's huge. I just can't imagine being so oblivious. Of course. I like, wish. Yeah. I, I wish. I'm so burdened by other people's needs. Ugh. No, I just said I you need to walk into that care. restaurant being super apologetic yeah. before you even get there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. People do it all the time. It's so annoying. I'm like, you need to know. Just go to the fucking right. Totally. Guilty. Well, Jack's Guilty. A- Jack's a fast walker and Jack will so get fast. right up on your ass. Like it's crazy. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad, bad scooching my way through people. Neither. But like, she I'm it. always on the move. You get mad because I am like always in a game of Frogger. I sure. learned it from Warp Tour because when, when you're on Warp yeah, Tour and you're going to see if people like you need to be like you're moving through like bobbing and weaving like you're like a salmon going upstream. Like that's basically what it's like fast. But we'll be on a walk and she'll be dipping through like like people that i can't fit through yeah. so I'll like going through so, like this like a little a, like a tiny little six inch spot i like kind of like go through and then jerry's yeah. just sitting back being like i can't I guess get through I'm that back here i'm like now. i either tackle this small I guess person we're not walking together anymore yeah. i was like got it or i'll just see you later i guess and yeah i know it makes me feel accomplished when i can like mm. weave my way through things normally bobbing and weaving back. bobbing and weaving yeah jared okay i thought you were gonna say elevator which is mine okay so i have an elevator on the stand this week and it is if you are, in, if Lex, say you and I are in an elevator and we're having a conversation. I'm listening. And somebody mm-hmm. walks into the elevator on the next floor. Okay. Are we going to keep conversing? I feel like we should. Probably. Oh, yeah. We should, but we won't. We won't? No. See, we I would. We should. I would. It depends on what we're talking about. Well, here's what the, this ha- happened to Jared last night. This happened night. to me last so night. Upset. And it, it really freaked me out. So there are two ladies in the elevator at our apartment complex trying to go down to the bottom floor. They're already in it and they're talking. I can hear them talking before the doors even open. Doors open. I walk in. They stop talking and like smiling. And then now I'm just standing between both of them. And it's the three of us. Why do they make it so weird? I don't know. But I feel like I've now interrupted their fun conversation. Yeah. And it's I felt, almost like they were talking shit on you and then you I, walked in. But they, weren't, they were probably talking about their boyfriend's dicks or something. And they're just like, we shouldn't talk about this in front of a stranger. Sure. I want to know. But keep like, talking keep talking ladies. keep talking because it gets so much weirder unless you're saying something that, that no one should ever hear keep talking because yeah. if you stop for that stranger that gets in it's just gonna make things 
10 we keep times talking weirder. when we're on the elevator. We do. We don't stop talking. And I have to really focus. So I'm like, I'm locking in on you and I'm going to say stuff. But that's we're not like, talking ab- like obliviously loud. It's like you, you lower your voice. Yeah. Have you seen this? Brings but some me- people stop talking because like I actually stop talking because I like need to scope people out and I actually can't do two things. You don't like a Jason Bourne situation. Where I'm you're just like, very. Is this a ADD. threat? Yeah, I'm very ADD. So like there's yeah. no version of like any other sound occurring yeah. or new presence that That's could fair. have me lock in on the same thing I was doing. That's like, fair. Um, But this made me think of this video. Have you ever seen the video where there's those like college age girls and they're like in an elevator and they're all like twerking and like going like crazy and the door opens. I don't think they advertise this one to me. And Bill Nye walks in. Oh my oh, God, amazing. And Love they that. all freak out and like snap up straight and they're like, hi, Bill Nye or whatever. He's like, hey everybody. And oh like, God, just I like Bill Nye. not planned. I don't think it was planned. It could be because it's the internet, but like. I think so. If it's Bill Nye. That's I don't believe very so. Random. Well, I don't we, believe they so. all would have had to sign a release. So they my, agreed after my favorite elevator video that I've seen on the internet is it's like a trend. I don't know if it's a trend, but I've seen it a couple times. It's like you're standing either in the elevator or waiting for it to come. And like, right as it lands, you double middle finger, the elevator. Yes. And you just like really hope somebody scary is not on the other end of it. Fuck that. So you have to like hold the double middle fingers like as it opens. No, 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 no not no. in my building. It's like the Pope. Yeah. No. We're like, just something really scary. I love the Pope's not a great idea. She no. Said, no. 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 But like, that's very bad. I don't know. Anyways. But anyways, I'm I'm putting being weird in an elevator on the stand. Yeah. Don't do that. Just Gu- just business guilty. as usual. Keep the conversation. Guilty. Right. Nobody guilty. cares. All right. Well, when we come back, it is time for some true crime rewind. I just fuddled my words. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on TheRealReal.com. TheRealReal is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so this is something that I had saved on uh, TikTok that I wanted to talk about. It has nothing to do with anything that we talked about before. It's good. I love TikTok. Let's hear it. Um. Okay, so have you guys heard of aphantasia or hy- hyperphantasia? No. Okay, so I want you to close your eyes and picture a star, a red star when your eyes are closed. Now, I want you to tell me, what do you see when you're trying to do that? Here's an like I'm, behind my eyelids. Like, what do I actually see? What do you my brain? No. What do you actually see behind your eyelids? Now, open your eyes. I'm going to show you a graph. It's a whole lot of yellow and red. So from one to six, we'll post this on Instagram because this is kind of visual. But from one to six, like, what do you see on this graph? One is like black. And then two to six, you're kind of like slowly like looking at the star. And then six is a bright red star. But not in my brain when I picture a star. Not in my brain when I picture a star, but behind my eyelids. Behind your eyelids. I see one. Jared? 
Um, Maybe two. I see like some. A uh, one for sure. It, well, no, hold on. That's not accurate though. But I don't try to visualize. Like I, I, I see it in my brain. What yeah. I see is a red and yellow fleshy I see, wall. I see just a red wall with a light coming the, through. The yellow, it. I think you might be seeing as the light. Yeah, like that's your what I'm saying. But I see red. All I see is the physicality. Red, I think also might be the light that we have. No, the lighting I was trying up. this last night. I read this and I yeah. was trying it and I was like, in my brain, when I see a star, I see blue with a yeah. yellow star. When I picture star right now with my eyes open. And I was like closing my eyes and I guess I see an outline kind of, but it's no, more... your conscious is put. So my, that's what it is. Is like, so my, my physical eyeballs are seeing a red and yellow, almost like fireball, like fleshy yeah, it's light, the light coming through I my lids. But I'm the exact same as you. Yeah. I'm either one or two. But, but then this... my conscious is putting the idea of the outline, but it's not actually But, I, there but you don't see, see it. it. You're no. just like imagining it. Correct. Yeah. So this, Jared and I have had this conversation before with my parents because I'm one too. I see nothing. I see I nothing. See, I close my eyes and imagine something and I literally see darkness. Me too. Black. And so that's called aphantasia. It's the inability to create mental imagery. And then the opposite is hyperphantasia. And that's having an extremely vivid mental imagery where you can like close your eyes and you see like you could you see can on you, the inside of your eyes. That must be what it's like I'm to have like, like a photographic memory. I don't know if that is real. I don't, I don't think it's think real so. either. I think anyone I think who says that they can do that is full of they're shit. They're like imagining what it would be like. But I, I hope that I they're can not. Do that, I Because when real. I did the second one, the horse one that comes next, yeah. I was like, that is what I see in my brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but behind my but eyelids. But it's like almost faint. Like it's like, yeah. it's like metaphorically you see it. Yeah, but like I see behind my eyelids I don't see anything. I see You're those conscious. floaters. I see the yeah. dust on yeah. my eyelids. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't, I also don't believe people see that. I think what you that. see is like your blood vessels in That's your right. eyelids. Yeah. Like your mind is trying to put, place the image there for you, but your mind is only imagining it. So yeah, that's, it, it's so faint and it's just more of an idea. The thing I'm actually seeing is, is like the black a red, soupy, well, bloody. Your eyes, <laughs> but your eyes can't invent something. Your eyes only see yeah. what's in front of it. And what's in front of it is a piece of skin and yeah, a membrane. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So like, I think anyone who's saying they can see things is hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, or no, if they're not understanding that like you're, you're imagining what the idea of it yeah. is like, no. and you're putting your thoughts together and you are, pretending that you're seeing something right yeah. but what Does am i seeing totally. i'm seeing backlit flesh i'm yeah. seeing the back of yeah. my eyelids yeah. yeah i just thought that that was so interesting because it's like of course you can envision a star but then if you really think can about you it you're like, close i your would eyes. love to see people's response to this like i highly yeah. encourage everybody like if you feel like you actually do see some shit like try to explain it to the best of your ability because i'm so you know the curious. people who want to be special are gonna be like i can see no it. Yeah, i know don't do that, I think it's an, that's i'm 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 different i'm not like other girls yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't give me that that's annoying do like i want to know like if you do if you can see stuff like what like how does see, that work? i don't believe people can i think that i don't think it's real wanna... it's called hallucination if they're seeing it on the, there's no horse on the back of your eyelids yeah. <laughs> so or star for that matter yeah so like that's not what you're seeing it's what you're imagining yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. I have other stuff I wanted to go into, but we're running so late that I'm like, maybe we can do it in a different episode. Okay. Yeah. Save it. Um, like inner monologue. This was such a like, This was like such a naturally riffy mm -hmm. ep. Yeah, I'm like, maybe we don't have to have a guide for everything. I love yeah. it. I, I love no, that. I, I, I like just the, jump in. I love the gray area, like Should how we... you can't describe a color to somebody. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's a deep guy. You know me. He's so cute. All right. Well, uh, we're just going to jump into our worsty firsties to, uh, you know, round out our episode. Yes. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, naughty friends. 
we're just going to dive right into how naughty you've been lately. Naughty. And honestly, call in with more of your worsty firsties. They're, we still get them, but we used to, they used to come in droves and now they're we in dribs and drabs. 818-446-6889. 818-446-6889. Confess it. your sins. We're not going to tell anyone. It's going to be perfect. Until then, we've got this delicious worsty for you. So let's just do it. Hey, Jack. Alexis and Jerry, I'm calling in to tell you my worsty firsty. But the thing is, is I don't feel bad about it at all. So this happened maybe two or three weeks ago. One of my best friends is going through a divorce and her ex is an absolute asshole. Like is calling her names. They share children together, which makes it worse. But he will call her names, slut shame, awful person. Well, I'm a vindictive individual in a justice kind of a way. So I asked her if I could, like, you know, send him a little card. And she goes, what kind of card? So you can go online and get anonymous, like, dicks <laughs> to people. You can do, like, glitter dick bombs. So it's literally confetti in the shape of penises that explode in a person's face. You can get cards. You can get um, chocolate dicks. All of it. All of the things. So I sent him a card where it says, hey, you. And the front, I just wanted to let you know. And then you open it up, and it pops up a giant penis that says, I want you to eat dick. So is it the worst thing I've ever done? Probably not. Am I extremely proud of it? Absolutely. So. He deserves it. He's an asshole. And I really do hope he eats dick. Thanks, guys. Love you so much. So I wish this dick had, like, exploded <laughs> something onto him. Ah, uh, uh, I should wow. have had, like, a yeah, grand like finale. Smaller mm. silver dicks explode in confetti onto his face. Yeah. So, like, this isn't the worst thing ever. You're being a really supportive friend. I just wonder what like men think of this. Jared, if you got this, would you be like, someone because, thinks I'm gay. Like, what would you think? Um, <clears throat> I think, I would probably think it's a friend like messing with me. Mm. But here's See, the thing. More hatred, more, yeah, more like, visceral. I think that people will order it thinking it's going to be this big like revenge sort of a thing. Revenge dick. But the person getting it is probably like, what friend is fucking with me? I'd be like, ha! And that's it. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd See, laugh a glitter like, bomb is so good because then they have to at least clean, clean it up. up. If yeah. you send me a glitter bomb, it's over. Yeah, I would never do that to you. It's over. I would never. Yeah, that's the way to get them. If somebody a were to send bomb. me and actually send me a glitter bomb, I would probably retaliate and go to jail. Totally, totally. <laughs> no, but I do think I hate you, glitter. I do think you're an amazing friend, and that that was a supportive thing to do. I think you yeah. know what? Always stick up for your friend. Yeah, always. And you did Absolutely. a great job. And I feel like. I think the message was probably received. He's a dick and you spelled it out for that yeah. dumb dumb because yeah. he probably wouldn't have picked up on anything more subtle than that. Yeah, men are stupid. No offense. What? So stupid. No offense. I don't know. Um, the ones listening aren't because they're obviously in touch with their genius side. No, we're and kind of not. all dumb. She's right. You're all dumb. Okay. It's all good. You heard um, from a man. All right. Did you write us a stanza? Yeah, it's not my best work. Oh, God. So it's a little, little limerick. Ooh, I love a limerick. In New York, a man named George Costanza, his life a comedic bonanza with quirky desires and pants that catch fires, and he drapes himself in organza. 
Wow. I know I've used organza before, but there wow. are only so many words that rhyme with Costanza. Costanza. You're you're a little stuck if you're going off Costanza. Honestly, my next ones in the pre- next weeks are really good, so just brace okay. yourself. Oh my god, I can't well, wait. Yeah. This was still good. Yeah, Thanks guys. You. Love you. All right, bye guys. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.